Welcome to a Life of Choice podcast, the podcast that helps you shift and broaden your perspective to get more out of life. I'm your host, Robin McCaig, so let's get started. Welcome back. It's October, and here in Canada, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So it's something that I used to be involved in a lot more than I am now. There used to be a brunch and a run. And of course, with COVID, those things aren't happening, though a lot of those events had kind of gone by the wayside anyway. And part of it is the actual funding to actually create these events. So it's kind of a double-edged sword where there needs to be the awareness. And at the same time, some of these things cost money to create and to implement. And so the funding isn't enough to actually hold the events anymore. And then there's less awareness. And what happened with the volunteer work that I normally do, that's been cut totally. And 40% of staff have been cut from the cancer agency that actually provided those services. And it was a little bit shocking at first because I've been doing that for close to 20 years. October is my 20th anniversary of having been diagnosed with breast cancer. So it's a bit of a big deal in some ways, in other ways it isn't. So it's kind of interesting. At the beginning of the year, it felt more important and there was going to be a run and there's a lap with the survivors and there's kind of a promotion about people who have gotten through it. And I think that part is really important. It gives women hope. And yes, there are a few men that are diagnosed with breast cancer as well, but the majority are women. And that's what I found with the volunteer work. It helped people to really feel like there was hope, there was light at the end of the tunnel. And especially at the beginning of a diagnosis where you're not sure what's going to happen and you don't know what the steps are and you're just overloaded with information and your brain has gone into trauma brain and it shut down. So even understanding what's going on or holding on to information you receive is really, really difficult. And a friend of mine, Jennifer Cochran, she spends her whole focus is on wellness and life after breast cancer and four of us got together and had a couple hour discussion. And so her podcast is also out. I will post that in the show notes to let you know that there's other places out there to get information. And I thought it was a really good discussion. We talked about treatment, how it affected us, ongoing issues, all sorts of different things. And it's interesting because even though I do have some ongoing issues, my lymphatic system has never fully recovered and I have some pain issues. I don't really think about it all the time. It's just part of my life and I am working on different things to help relieve it. And at the same time, it's not in the forefront of my mind. And I know for other women, that's not the case. So for some of them, there's a real concern about the cancer returning. And I have really moved away from that. I know in my heart that I've dealt with the issues. It's been addressed. 
and I live my life cancer-free, and I don't think about reoccurrence. That wasn't always the case at the beginning, and really for me, the reoccurrence part was about getting insurance. If I wanted to go to work for another company, then there's a five-year window where it's considered a pre-existing condition. And so I felt restricted because at the time when I went back into the workplace, I wasn't sure if I wanted to be there anymore because I was evaluating my whole life. And that's what trauma, cancer, all these kind of circumstances help us to look at how am I living my life? And for you, I hope that it doesn't get to the point of that kind of trauma for you to kind of think about it. And in COVID times, there is a lot of reassessing, readjusting, looking at our lives and what's important to us. And I think this is really important that we do this throughout our life. And there used to be the place where the midlife crisis occurred. And that was really common. And it was that place of reevaluating your life. It's like, what do I really want? What's important to me? And the sad part was there wasn't a lot of resources. There wasn't a lot of discussion. It was very st stereotypical. It was the older man leaving for the younger woman or getting the sports car. And those things provided a sense of freedom. That's how I see it. It's like we get into a routine, it becomes a rut, and then it's like, I need my freedom. I need to break out of this. And if that's what's seen in the environment as something that will give me that, then that's what I'm going to go for. It doesn't have to be that drastic. We can start with simple things like changing up our routines, making different connections, letting go of things that don't serve us anymore. There's so many different ways we can do it. And what I find with people is they don't really know what motivates them or what is really true for them. They kind of dance around it and really think that they know what's going on. And then when they get what they think they want, it feels hollow because that's not really what fills them in their full sense of who they are, emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually. And people then say, you know, I feel empty. I don't know what's missing. There's something. And often for people, I find it is our connection to our spirit self. Not for everyone, but for many people, that's the case. And it could be a simple matter of being disconnected from our physical body. We're in our head all the time or some other variation of that. And for me, the cancer was a wake-up call to reconnect to my spirit that I had let sit in the on the side and didn't really pay attention to it. And then when I look back on my life, I could see where when I was more connected to my spirit, things were going much better. And when I strayed from that, then that's when I got into trouble or things were not going so well in my life. And it really changed my life to move towards what I did want. And part of that was the connection to spirit. Part of it was to be more independent and become an entrepreneur. There was many different things that that affected. It affected all parts of my life because we always need to have that balance and be working on all those different areas of our life. Because 
that's the only way that we continue to grow and evolve and our motivation, what we want changes over time. And that's what I find interesting that people don't actually realize that because they get stuck in the day to day and getting the things done, that's what they need to do. And it's like, then sometimes there's no energy left at the end of the day to actually look at some of those other things that are important. So that's one of the reasons I love to do the motivational map with people to help them really see what are those invisible motivators that they can't quite touch on. They know it's there or they know there might be some conflict, but they don't know why that is occurring. And so it's a really amazing tool to bring clarity to that. And when we can have that deep clarity within that's when we can really move towards what we want and then feel that fulfillment from a place of connection of who we are and what we want. And then it is satisfying. And then we can find the supports, find the people, the like-minded people that have some of those same interests and really look at world at the world in a different way that is more in alignment with who you are once you get in alignment. And part of that process was really looking at cancer as kind of that badge of courage. And I used to do it with the trauma in my life. It's kind of like, I've gotten through this. I'm tough. I'm strong. I'm resilient. But it's really about moving beyond that. That's part of the process. And then it's like, it doesn't define me. And there's kind of a graduation process from that way of thinking to, yeah, that was just part of my life. And the reason to talk about it is to just to help others. It's not a story that I'm stuck on and fall into the victim place or something about, you know, something horrible has happened to me and I don't know what to do about it. And I'm never going to get over it. Even though effects continue. And in fact, I am on a wait list for surgery. I do have an implant for the, the tissue that was taken out so I can fit in my clothes. And because of all the health concerns, both myself and the class action suits that are out there, I've decided to have it taken out and I won't have any implant. And so my body will adjust again and... What I'm hoping for is the lymphatic system will also kind of adjust without that silicone, even though it's not liquid, there is a chance for problems with our system because it is a foreign thing that's there and can cause irritation and different things. So I know I'll feel better even mentally having it out and not having any concerns about it. I don't think about it all the time. It just, it has created a problem for me physically and having that out will give me more peace of mind, even though I'm not involved in the class action suit or, and I really don't have any ill will towards what's happened. In some ways, I think it's unfortunate that these things become available and at the time, it seems like it's a good thing. It, this was a different type of implant from the original one, so it was thought to be safer. But we really don't have really great options. 
And as things evolve, maybe there's something else, or maybe we just need to get more comfortable with our body and whatever shape it is and learn to accept people in a different way. And that's really more my hope that it doesn't really matter what we look like. It's more about who we are at our core, what we believe in, our values, and that's how we really connect. So I'm recording this on Thanksgiving Day in, here in Canada. So I just want to say thank you for everyone who's listening, listening and hope you have had a beautiful Thanksgiving in whatever form, however weird, however different, and that you did connect with people that you love. Bye for now, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed listening, please rate and recommend the show on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.